George Blackshaw swings his driver with his one arm and watches another drive land in the centre of the fairway. The shot earns a resigned smile from his playing partners as it's not going to be their day, it seems. As with many young, single-figure golf handicap players, it is nevertheless a pleasure to watch how 23-year-old George Blackshaw can plot his way around even the most difficult golf course. George is one of a growing number of high-standard, low-handicap competitive golfers out there who also happen to have a disability. The way he goes about his golf with maximum focus but a ready smile, you soon believe he can also be part in encouraging many others to start the game. For George, says the sport should be for everyone. It's as much about the social side, enjoying beautiful natural surroundings, as what is written on the scorecard. Although, on George's scorecard, you will read Handicap 6.7, which confirms there is a strong competitive streak to this young English player. Throughout my life, I've always loved the challenge of improvement. And with golf, you get that, you know, slowly getting your handicap down, slowly improving. Um, But I've always loved the social side, like I say. It's such a good way for me to socialise with my brother, socialise with my dad. Um, And now my friends, more and more friends are starting to play. Um, So yeah, like you say, you know, the other day we were meant to play, but the weather was bad. We just ended up going to the golf club, having some lunch. That side of it is mainly what I love, but obviously I'm quite competitive as well. I like the competitive side, playing in events, um, challenging myself to get better as well. George has three brothers, two older in Tim and Charlie, and one younger, Ben. Tim now lives in Australia, so the England resident brothers have a regular four ball by design with their father, also called Tim. Although George's mum, Cathy, has also taken up the game recently and is enjoying her progress while encouraging her sons. For George, golf was more or less an instant hit. So I was about 14 years old, um, and yeah, but always been massively into my sport throughout my life, and I have my dad and um, I have three brothers, but my two older brothers um, play golf. Um, always saw them going out, playing golf for the day, and I was really wanting to get involved, so that was the motivation behind me picking up a club really. Tiger Woods, Tommy Fleetwood and Jordan Spieth were his favourite players on TV growing up, while his family encouraged him to try a range of sports from an early age, which would help George navigate school. He would become a keen footballer, a Manchester United fan, and while watching Tiger and Co on the box, he would be switching over to watch Rooney, Ronaldo and Scholes whenever possible. But long before enjoying lots of sports with his brothers and embracing life, George was fortunate to survive an accident when very young. So I was 15 months old and um, it was a lawnmower accident. So, um, yeah, can't remember any of it, um, which is probably, I always say it's probably a good thing that happened when I was younger, so I don't remember it. But, um, yeah, 15 months old, playing in my garden and I sit on lawnmower. Um, ended up losing my right arm just below the elbow and my right leg. So I still got a stump down to my ankle. How did his parents cope with the situation? It was pretty tough for them at the time, um, as you can imagine. Um, and the first few months were obviously, obviously horrible. And um, I remember they were, they've said that after I had the accident, I just went to 
not eating food or you know just back to basic basics and I, I didn't eat for a while I think it just made a shock probably in my body um, but yeah they were with having the three other brothers they've always just treated me the same really which I think growing up has helped massively and made me independent and been able to do things on my own so I think that side of it's um, been amazing really. George said he is sure that the care and support that his loving family gave him was what was needed not only to survive, but to gain the confidence to start to thrive. Was he aware that he was a little bit different from the other kids in the school? I've always, in the back of my mind, been aware, but I've never seen myself as disabled. Um, like I say, because I don't remember it happening, happening, I've always seen myself as I am. Um, and I've always been determined to do things myself, so I've always known I'm, I'm different to everyone else, but I don't look at it that way because I, I was able to do most things when I was growing up and my friends in school were never judgmental or, um, if anything, they were just helpful of helping me if, if I couldn't do anything. Prosthetic legs, like many others with this early impairment or injury, the growing George would need a number of these as he got taller and doctors and physios helped him find balance, stability and comfort. Always similar type, mainly because I played football from a young age and I always had to have some sort of robust leg that wouldn't, yeah. that wouldn't break when I kicked the ball or ran around. Um, so yeah, I've, I've had, well, we, at one stage when I was about five or six, we had a multicoloured leg We've had like a Harry Potter leg. We've had um, a leg with a Man United tattoo on. We've had all different sorts. But as I've got older now, I'm playing less sports. I go to, I go to the physio a lot and he was saying, um, you know, you're having problems with your spine or your, and your hip. So I've got um, a leg now that adapts to walking. So it acts like a more real life foot and will roll over the ankle and um, basically takes the pressure off my hip. On the day we spoke with George, he had just played the back nine of an open championship course in one over par, duly impressing his playing partners. He admits to having the desire to show others and himself how well he can play one-handed, his left. He uses it as the leading arm in the swing in a right-hander stance for best control. His right leg, with attached prosthetic, is thus the training leg not taking the main force of the follow through. So yeah, it was just a bit of experiment, experimental work at, at first. Um, and it was quite clear after a few times of trying it both ways that I think playing as a right, right handy golfer, as he, as he say, and with the lead arm um, was more sensible, especially with my leg as well. Um, it, it made it easier to get through the ball um, and just able for that back leg to just kind of twist and follow through really so um, yeah looking back now it was, it was the right decision made. When George started he was fortunate to have highly enthusiastic and expert golf coaching from Graham Moore something of a legend in the junior coaching circles in Cheshire. George says Graham was very quick to assess his swing requirements and taught him to understand technique for himself. Describing him as a fantastic person and coach Graham clearly inspired George at the start of his golfing journey. And he was absolutely fantastic. Knew what I needed to do and knew how to adapt to teaching me, really. He was brilliant. With his golf technique developing and becoming more refined, 
George's recent work in fitness and conditioning has helped him develop strength and balance, and crucially, in effect, a balanced body. Yeah, so I go to a physio about every month, um, either off, mainly an osteopath, and about three and a half years ago, I remember he kept saying, you know, you're so lopsided, you, your left side's building up so much more as I'm getting older, um, you really need to do something about it, because I just need my left-hand side for everything. So I got in touch with a local personal trainer um, and basically said, just focus on my right-hand side, on my right arm. So we ended up doing exercises or movements that I'd never really done before with that arm. Um, just like a pulling motion with uh, resistance bands, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, been going to him twice a week for three and a half years. Gained about one and a half, two stone in that time and made massive improvements on building up my right hand side and I've, I've been quite determined to do that. Today George is studying for a degree in business and marketing at the University College of Football Business in Manchester, England. As often as he can make it however he takes the short trip from home to play golf at his club, Delamere Forest in Cheshire. Here the club members are proud of their golf course which stages prestigious national amateur championships. George loves the way he's been able to fit in and is highly appreciative of the support of a number of the members. Brilliant, yeah, always supportive, always in the car park to say hello to each other. I love being a member there and it's uh, yeah, really happy to be a member and you know the stuff that comes along with membership and getting to know everyone, the social side of it. And I have a few friends there as well, so I play with them quite a lot and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Do you get any special treatment? Not really, no. I mean, you get the odd person coming up to you and saying, we really admire your swing and stuff like that, but um, like I say, I don't really like to be treat treated differently, yeah. so um, no, the, mem the members are really friendly and I do like it. There. So what does the next three to four years look like for George? I mean, I've always said over the last couple of years, I want to try and obviously start playing more Edgar events. So I played my first one last month in Portugal. Um, really enjoyed it. So, I mean, if someone said to me five years ago, you're going to be 6.7 handicap, I would have um, snapped my hand off. But um, I'm always, like I say, I'm always looking to improve, hopefully play a lot more Edgar events. You never know, win one. And yeah, I'd like to see where it takes me. But at the moment, I'm really enjoying my golf and having some incredible opportunities. So um, I'm competing in events if I can, if I keep up my handicap. College quite rightly comes first and George says he loves the coursework. His degree dissertation also looms large. This is planned to be based around analysing how football fans engage with social media during the COVID-19 pandemic. Can he link his love for sport with a professional role after university? I mean, like I say, I've always loved my sports. I've always had an absolutely love a role in the sports industry. Um, but with my course tailored to sports marketing, it's something I'd, I'd love to get involved in. And I'd also, I'd also love to do something within disability sport, well, mainly disability golf to, like I say, it, it changed such a massive part of my life that I'd like to have influence or inspire other people to get into it. And um, yeah, if I can do that, then that'd be amazing. George told us he recognises that there are certain barriers for many people who think they may like to play the game, including cost, 
transport, time issues, the opportunity to learn and play, and also feeling like you belong. I think over the last few years has been a massive push. Um, you know, getting women into golf, getting the disabled into golf. Um, so hopefully that will carry on and more people will take it up, really. So how would George make the game more accessible now? I think a lot of the time, um, so my mum's just started playing golf with one of the last few years. She always says, 18 holes is a lot. 18 holes is a lot for people to play or a lot of the time they don't have the time. Um, so it takes a good four hours to play. Um, so I think maybe just a shorter format for people and especially you know, people with disabilities, a lot of the time it's, it's really hard work. I mean, I walk around a golf course with a false leg, I'm pretty tired by the end of it. So I think four-hole formats, um, socialising after, I think that'll be really good. I've always said, I, I just, like, if I can get other disabled people to play the game of golf, or even, you know, if I can inspire or get people non-disabled to get into the game of golf because it's such a, an amazing game to play um, and so many other sports are as well as I mean I, I used to play disabled football and um, just getting people involved so yeah I'd just say to make people aware that there's stuff out there um, to do and yeah I'd love to be involved in that. Meanwhile we are back on the golf course and George has holed out for his one over par back nine. His playing partners were right it wasn't to be their day. Mm -hmm.